It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast, where tonight the Utah Jazz blow out the Dallas Mavericks, then it gets close, then they blow out the Dallas Mavericks, and then it gets close again. But the bottom line is the Jazz win both games on the Texas two-step, have won three in a row, and things feel way better than they did a week ago. We'll be talking about it on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 6200 South and 20th East, also at the Gateway. Now you can have a mudslide cookie out of celebration instead of out of concern. Jazz with a brilliant first half tonight, carry their way to the 123-119 win, uh, a game that really wasn't that close. Uh, what What's your thoughts tonight, Ron? Well, my thought was, and I was very pleased to see it, as you just mentioned, getting off to a good start in that first quarter, 32 points in the first quarter, uh, 39 points at, in, in the second quarter. So that I thought was very pleased with, considering playing last night, very emotional basketball game last night. So I think as a, as a broadcaster and probably Quinn as a coach was very pleased the way the Jazz came out on fire. All right. What was so good about the Jazz in the first half? It led them to a 21-point lead. They led it 23 at one point. That's really when this game was over. There's a lot of other things that happened. But truly, the game's over generally at that point. Teams that are up by 20 in a game are 311 and 14 this year. So there was a limited chance that something was going to go wrong. Uh, what did they do so well at that point? I find it fascinating sometimes when there's no shoot-around and there's more of a film session and, and maybe sometimes maybe a little walk-through in, in – in, in the hotel or something like that, how the Jazz can come out ready to play and, and without being on, on, on the court. Uh, I thought that first quarter they shot the basketball very, very well, and, and I think it was somewhere around 60, yeah, 63%. So that really separated themselves from, from, the, from the, uh, the Mavericks for the most part. The Jazz offensive rating in the first half tonight was a 147, meaning they scored 1.47 points each time they crossed half court. So that's that'll get it done. That was pretty fabulous. Jordan Clarkson was a large part of it again tonight. He was just terrific. He finished the night with 25 points on 10 of 17 shooting. Maybe more importantly tonight, he had eight assists and five rebounds. What has he brought to this team? Well, his ability to, to put the ball in the basket, his ability to come in the basketball game when, when the Jazz are playing well uh, and then push it farther a little bit farther and when the Jazz aren't playing having a very good first quarter he comes in the basketball game sometimes and and uh and brings them back I mean it's that's kind of player that's you want to call him instant offense call him that but that's that's what he brings to this basketball team and and the energy level that he plays with his ability to get to the rim you know you're looking at a guard that's over 60 percent at, at the rim and strictly because of uh you know he's six foot four six foot five and he can just he just gets there do other teams have to game plan for him uh i don't know what kind of game plan they would have because they can't force him either way uh and and he's so crafty off the dribble and if you notice he'll, he'll get shut off one way and he'll back it up and then take off and go the other way i mean just put so much pressure on the defender that you can't stay in front of him and and doesn't use screens that often, but he still gets where they want to go. So how do you plan for something like that? It's, it's difficult. Jazz uh, tonight played one of the best offensive teams in the league, or the best offensive team has actually been as good offensively without Luka. Uh, it did feel uncomfortable because of their firepower. 
because it make it uncomfortable for the... Well, I just felt like even when you were up 14, you thought it might get down to six. I opened the second half of our broadcast at 21 and said, this will be down to single digits, and it got down to three. Yeah, it, it's, you know, anytime you... These are NBA teams, and, and every team's going to have a run. If you don't have a run, you're going to get blown off the floor, and, and the game is going to be over at the half or early in the third quarter sometimes. But every team, there's a run or two in you. Uh, it has a lot to do sometimes with the substitution. Uh, you might have a five on the floor that's, that's really having a good night, and you have to give those guys a rest, and all of a sudden you lose it. Uh, it's just being able to survive those runs that you end up winning, winning games. Tim Hardaway had 33 for the Mavericks. Przingis had 28. Gobert for the Jazz, 17 points and 16 rebounds. It was an interesting battle between Przingis and Gobert tonight. I think they – well, I enjoyed watching that. But uh, I think they enjoyed and, and accept the challenge of playing against each other. Seven foot three, seven foot one, guy that can stretch the floor from three. And then Rudy Gobert, who's so dominant down there in the paint. I mean, it's, it's a battle of, of, of giants for the most part. That's, uh, it has to be fun to watch. Since the Jazz acquired Jordan Clarkson, the Jazz are 17-6. and six. Mm-hmm. That's a pace to a 60-win team. They're the number one offense in the NBA. They obviously played a shorthanded team without Luka tonight. What is your thought on how valid that 17-6 and six is and how good this team it's is? It's legit. That's for sure. I mean, this is a very good basketball team. He's made this team better. Just think about that. The Jazz were the first team to make a trade. And the, the trade has benefited the Jazz and the success of this basketball team. As you just mentioned, 17 and 17 and 6 since the trade was made. So it was it was a trade that had to be made for the Jazz going forward. And he's, uh, he's lived up to the billing. 23 for Boyan. He took it to Przingis for a few times early in the ballgame. 23 for Donovan tonight, who I think is on fumes, but was 8 of 12 tonight impressively. Jazz just shoot lights out tonight. 15 of 35 from three. They continue their stretch of, uh, I think now, 15 straight games with 10 or more threes. Thank you to Mountain America Credit Union for continuing to donate lots and lots. Little did they know what they were doing when they did that promotion. (laughs) Well, the threes are just going to continue to climb. And I remember at at, at a meeting at the New Yorker when – uh, they were we were talking discussing the New Yorker that. went out of business but <laughs> yeah. <Mount American. laughs> we're really discussing that and then we they, they came up with the idea of, of 10 maybe it, it it grows or something like that I can't remember who brought yeah. up that, that, that idea but at the meeting but uh, they were all for it and boy they've done a great job of, of supporting it and that's been quite a while ago so uh, they haven't backed out of it and the more teams shoot threes the more you make them the more they donate it well, we appreciate it. Jazz are on fire. Number one three-point shooting team in the league. Jazz win it in, da- in Dallas. 123-119. Another road win for the Jazz. We're home on Wednesday before the All-Star break against Miami. Thanks for tuning in to Postcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Locked on Jazz and talk to you Wednesday from the arena. Talk to you soon. Hi, guys. This is Josh Lloyd, host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. The NBA is back, so that means that fantasy basketball is back in one form or another. We've got daily fantasy, but there's also some fantasy leagues with the resumption of play with these eight regular season games in Orlando, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to have you covered. It's not just for fantasy basketball, though, because we recap all of the games across the NBA, so if you're looking for a broad overview of the action across the league every day, Locked On Fantasy Basketball is the podcast for you.